Now, before we get into this commentary, man, I gotta um, I gotta give this director his flowers while he's still here, man, because this guy is not only an underrated writer director. This guy made one of the most underrated action crime thriller just bonanza movies of all time. This was one of the best movies to come out of 2006 that I feel like a lot of people sleep on to this day or a lot of people still haven't seen, surprisingly, man. Smoking Aces is literally one of the greatest movies of all time. It's got one of the greatest casts of all time. It's a really good story. And like I said, the director is crazy underrated, man. So we got to shout out we have to pay our respects. Uh, he's not, he didn't pass away or anything, but we gotta just, we gotta make sure we do this while the guy is still alive. Joe Carnahan, man, big shout out to you for making such, this movie is so good that each and every character that they introduce, you know, with their title cards and the, and the, and the fun facts about them, these fucking characters are so dope, so interesting, so well written and fleshed out that they could all have their own spinoff. I feel like, and you know what? I'm kind of mad at you, Joe Carnahan. I'm kind of mad at you, not for making this movie, but for making a movie so good and not giving us our own universe that we've really deserved. Yeah, there's a sequel, Smoking Aces 2, Assassin's Ball for the Uninitiated. I've only seen that movie once or twice, but it's a really good prequel, and it sets up this movie um, pretty damn good, if you ask me. But everybody in the original Smoking Aces movie, in this movie we are about to jump into people, all, everybody's interested enough to have their own spinoff. Everybody. Taraji P. Henson, Alicia Keys, Jeremy Piven, um, uh, 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 Common, uh, Tommy Flanagan. Everybody's great in here. I, th I even think Joel Egerton's in this movie. And I didn't even know Joel Egerton was in this movie. The Tremor Brothers are... Uh, uh, I say the Tremor Brothers like they're the actual actors. Chris... Uh, is his name Chris Duran? Not Chris Duran. That's, um, that's the guy that plays Michael Myers. Uh, is his name Kevin Durand? I think his name is the guy who was in Legion and Fruitvale Station, and he played the Blob in X Men Origins Wolverine. He's one of the Tremor brothers in here. Chris Pine, who I'm not the biggest fan of. I'm not gonna lie. I don't hate the guy. I just, you know, if it's not Smoking Aces or Star Trek, you know, I'm like, all right, whatever, you know. But no dis, no diss to him. No diss to anybody because this movie, everybody sails in this movie man everybody passes the test with flying colors and again shout out to joe carnahan for making just such a great ensemble cast man this movie's amazing did i mention ryan reynolds and uh motherfucking ray Liotta are in this movie as well jesus christ man andy garcia's in this movie listen y'all better put some spec on mr carnahan's name this movie's amazing now the guy you know, he did Smoking Aces. He did a movie uh, called Narc. I think Buster Rhymes was in it. I've never seen it. He's done a movie called uh, Blood, Guts, Bullets, and Octane, which seems like it's something that... It, it sounds like a mixture of Shoot 'em Up and Crank. So, I don't know. I would have to be in a mood to watch that movie. Uh, he he did uh, he wrote and directed the A Team if I'm not mistaken. He's done the Gray. Uh, he wrote Death Wish. He's got writing credits on Bad Boys for Life for God's sakes, and that is a testament to how good of an action director or uh, you know both action director, but because he had the writing credits on Bad Boys for Life, that is a testament to how good of an action writer this guy is. Man, he gets it, and I really feel like we don't appreciate this man for 
this masterpiece, this modern masterpiece that he gave us. Yeah, the movie came out in 2006. It's still modern times. We were used to modern action. We had a couple Fast and Furious movies and Mission Impossible movies at that time. We knew what action was, man. But this movie overall is just, it's, it's, it's fucking amazing, man. Martin Henderson's in this movie too from, uh, from The Ring. Jason Bateman from Teen Wolf and all your favorite, you know, raunchy comedies like, uh, Office Christmas Party and Horrible Bosses. The, the cast is fucking loaded. Christopher Michael Holly in this movie it, it works man it, it all works so well and i this is easily one of my favorite movies people so i had to you know have a couple cold ones in when i did this just so you know put the kids to bed put the kids to sleep this will be an intoxic commentary episode people i promise you will get through it promise you will get through it i will not be as trashed as i was when i did my commentaries for uh i think uh i was really fucked up when i did slaughter high scream um friday the 13th part five y'all can check those out if y'all want and see i mean i feel like my toxic commentaries vary they really vary uh if i have like a six pack or something like that depending on what it's a six pack of yeah i'll be fucked up and it'll be an intoxic commentary but if i have a bottle of some liquor then yeah i'm going off the deep end and i might goof off a little more but we're going to get through it people i promise y'all now let's just jump right into this commentary people and um you know, this is a straight theatrical version of uh, Smoking Aces here. No deleted scene or no added scenes, rather. No extended scenes and stuff like that. No director's cut, even though we need that. It's the least you can do, Mr. Carnahan. I'm, I'm about to start hashtag and release the Carnahan cut because I don't know what, what how many scenes were, uh, you know, deleted from this movie. I would probably have to watch the special features afterwards or something. But you owe it to us, man, to, e to either give us Smoking Aces 3 personally i would call it smoking aces three wild card but that's all i'm saying that's just me i ain't you know i'm just throwing my little podcast audio podcast platforms out there no biggie just a small time cat from philly nothing nothing major but uh you either owe us smoking aces three or you owe us like individual spinoffs of these characters man i would love to see backstories or what what where are they now type of shit man that's how good this movie is but you know I'm telling y'all that this is a theatrical run through just in case y'all are tuning in with me. And if y'all are tuning in with me, y'all know, man, by now y'all are the true to the reviews MVP. So without further ado, people, one of my favorite movies of all time, one of the most underrated action movies of all time with one of the most underrated casts of all time, ensembled on screen. Did I say ensembled on screen? I meant to say assembled. I sound like the guy from, um, what do you say in, uh, in dance flick, Atheon Crockett was like, He's like, it's no I, or, uh, Damon Wayne Jr. was like, it's no I and team. He was like, what about I ensemble? He's like, you just mispronounced that word to make it sound like it had I in it. But whatever, man, fuck all that. Smoking Aces commentary, people. I'll hit the play button in three, two, one. Let's get it. I'm excited. I'm very excited. The, uni the Universal logo gets me more and more pumped up, I think, every couple of years. Cause remember back in the day, the Universal logo was um, it, it was like it was real vintage. The plane would fly around the globe and stuff like that. I love speaking of Universal logos. I love that they did that vintage Universal logo in um the opening of Land of the Dead. That's something I definitely need to do commentary for. Especially since uh, I did. <laughs> You know, I mentioned Land of the Dead, and I'm about to make another mention of a George A. Romero work. Uh, I did a trailer reaction for George A. Romero's 
posthumous film that's being released called uh, Amusement Park. Y'all can check that out if y'all want, but about to brush up on my George A. Romero, man. But it's not about that. It's about it's about this right here. So let's focus. The Spraza residence. That is trifling though, because that's piss in that water bottle. Because they're staking out in the van at Primo Sparaza's crib. Agent Messner. This really is Ryan Reynolds' most serious role, I mean, that I can think of. This is Ryan Reynolds' most serious role next to when he was in life with Jake Gyllenhaal. And Agent Carruthers played by um, Ray Liotta. And I don't know if this was all improv or the majority of it was improv. They just gave them an idea to go off of. Because this is awesome, man. Um, you could literally watch a short film or maybe a, a feature length film of Ray Liotta and Ryan Reynolds characters just shooting the shit in this van. This has got to be fucking improv, yo, because it's, it's just too good. It's too natural. He's just, you know, he's throwing like peanuts or whatever it is they're eating in there. Ray Liotta, I don't care what movie he's in. He's Henry Hill. All right. Let me just say that. I'm just expecting him to call Karen. He's going to be on the phone like, Karen, I had to go do the thing. Remember? Why would you do that? <laughs> it's like he's forever Henry Hill. He will never get out of that Goodfellas role for me. Ray Liotta was great in um The Iceman too, man. I don't know how many people have seen that. Ray Liotta, Chris Evans, Michael Shannon, Winona Ryder. It's a fucking really great movie, man. It's based on a true story too. On um, I think his name's uh, Richie Kuklinski. Was his name? Talking about Valentine's Day. That's vicious, though. I'm putting a hit out on you, and you get even more money if you bring me his fucking heart. Jesus, man. Yeah, 
I don't know if it was more money added or or if that was just the kicker of the deal in general. I always forget that part. That's vicious, though. Like when you put a hit out on somebody to put that type of, uh, you know, that, you're you're very particular in your in your mob hit. It's like, yeah, I want you to kill him. You know, uh, two mil for whoever kills him. Five mil for whoever brings me his appendix and his larynx uh, stuffed inside of a clarinet. He's like, let me call Karen and tell her I got that thing tomorrow. This movie's great, man. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to nerd out a lot, people. Because... The directing's great, the writing's great, the cast is great, the execution's great, the setting is awesome. Everything fell into place. And I don't know why, I don't know if this movie got the acclaim that it should have when it came out, but if it didn't, it's a fucking crime that it did not. But you know, y'all can trust, y'all can trust me to pay attention to it though, for sure. Jeremy Piven's amazing, man. He's he's easily um, one of the greatest actor, one of the greatest actors in existence, hands down. You got Ben Affleck here. Peter Berg and uh, uh, Martin Henderson. Peter Berg. Uh, I don't know if I've mentioned Peter Berg before in an episode. I really should because I wanted to do. Um, uh, commentary for Battleships, one of my favorite guilty pleasures ever, but I love that movie. But Peter Berg not only is an actor, but he's a director as well. He directed The Rundown, he directed Battleship, uh, he's, he's got some, um, I don't know if it's producing or directing credits to the show Ballers with The Rock and Rob Corddry. He's great. That was Joe Carnahan right there. I swear to God that was Joe Carnahan that just made a cameo. It's a lot of money. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? That's love. Good fucking work. I love it. Uh, Damn. He snorts coke so hard it sounds like he's farting. Damn. (laughs) And they they just walk the fuck off. The Common and Christopher Michael Holly are like the best hitmen ever, yo. I would love to see a spinoff with those two characters. I'm just saying. Of course we get Andy Garcia as Locke. He's kind of got like a... Andy uh, Garcia's kind of got like a southern draw to his, uh, to his voice in this movie. Exactly what I meant when I 
when I said change my face. And as a result, it's, it's like you ever seen face off before? That is what I mean. Bro, why are you telling us this? I love how Andy Garcia just like quickly signaled to do like water. I need some water. Just a little little small gestures. Israel snitching, boy. I mean, the hip hop game pretty much has their buddy Israel. That's Takashi Six Nine, right? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Fucking Takashi. He really is this generation's buddy's buddy Israel. Alicia Keys, who uh, I think this was her acting debut, uh, you know, not like video wise, but just as in a feature film. Taraji was already in like Baby Boy and stuff like that. Um, and I love these two together. I would love a spinoff with these two. You know, with, uh, with, with Georgia and Sharice. Gotta shout out Davinia McFadden, too. That coat is uh, entirely, I'm pretty sure it's not that fucking uh, cold outside for her to have like a dead, what is that, a Yeti? At least her hat matches. Yo, Taraji is a national treasure, man. She is like top five black dresses of all time. 
Yes, people, I said blacktresses. I never vouched for that term until I heard uh, uh, Janice Hubert is the first person I heard say it, and I'm just like, yo, that's genius. Oh, fuck. Oh! Nestor Carbono is the guy that they just showed who played uh, uh, um, Pasquale Acosta, and he's a mother. He this dude's insane. He's one of the scariest motherfuckers uh, out of all these assassins, hands down. Tremor Brothers are fucking nuts, man. Now look how much of a bruiser Kevin Durant is. He's dragging the one brother on the ground with the one brother on his back while he's still shooting at people. Kevin Durant, yo, I don't give a fuck what nobody says. Kevin Durant was awesome as the blob in X-Men because you see him, um, damn, I can't remember what his actual name was. Fred Dukes. I, I, you see him in the beginning where he's all diesel and shit. I'm pretty sure they added like a couple, you know, some layers on him. But then when you see him as Blob, he 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 looks the part. I wish they would have kept him in the movie a lot more. Oh, this was a good scene too. This is how I feel just walking down the street. Like, I feel like somebody's, like, watching me. Somebody's about to attack. Like, I'm not that I'm that paranoid, but anything could happen. See, look at this shit. This motherfucker pulled out the dualies from Goldeneye. Damn! He made sure they was dead. Tommy Flanagan, yo, he is a perfect, he plays Lazo Soot here, and he is the, Tommy Flanagan is born to play the villain, he's the guy, and he's Williamson in All About the Benjamin, he's a goon in, um, in, uh, Alien vs. Predator, he's the caller, he's the stranger, and when a stranger calls the remake, which is way better than the original, uh, if you ask me, just overall, I think the original, when a stranger calls, the first act is really good, the second half is just fucking ridiculous. But Tommy Flanagan, man, in um, All About the Benjamins, he's great, too. He's like, you put your hands up. Put your fucking hands up, then. And this is how you know the movie's decent, yo. Um, I mean, y'all could take this with a grain of salt if y'all want to, but I stick by this. Not to take away from Peter Berg or um, Martin Henderson, but you've got Ben fucking Affleck, which people can say what they want, and I'm not just saying this because I'm on a Ben Affleck high as far as the Justice League and his Zack Snyder stuff goes, but you've got Ben Affleck, 
who comes in this movie, spoiler alert, uh, who just to get killed in the first act. Him, Martin Henderson, and Peter Berg just to get wiped out in one scene, all three of them at the same damn time. And that's it. There's there's no coming back for them. So it's like the script must have been so good. Like, fuck yeah, we'll come in here just to get killed off in the first act. You damn right. Because it's gonna throw people off. You're gonna think that these bail bondsmen are gonna find Buddy Israel or maybe cross paths with the um with the assassins. But but it, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't happen like that. And it throws people off completely when it happens. I love it. Those are the type of curveballs and, and surprises that I love in, in movies, whether it's action, whether it's horror, drama. And if we're going to talk underrated, um, Andy Garcia, an underrated movie he's in for me personally is, uh, what is it, Twisted, with Ashley Judd and Samuel L. Jackson. That is a really good crime thriller right there. Really, really good. It's a crazy twist to it. Plus, Ashley Judd was fine as shit in that movie, so... a good shot right there. Pretty sure it was expensive, but it's good nonetheless. It's like, are you kidding me? The sun had the audacity to come out? Damn. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> and once again, people, we are joined by Jazzy, my cat. Uh, apparently he enjoys this movie as well. The fuck is, is, is Joel Egerton drinking my Lanta? Or whatever that... Oh, God. It's not Pepto, because that's pink. That bottle looks blue. Funny thing about Joel Egerton is, um, I used to forget he was in that remake of the 2011, excuse me, 2011 remake of the thing. And his ass got burnt to a crisp at the end. But uh, when he's in that movie, Bright with Will Smith, uh, shout out Will Smith and David Ayer, the director of that movie. 
you cannot recognize Joel Egerton in that orc makeup. It's awesome. That is an underrated movie as well. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. They gave me Lord of the Rings, which I don't even really care for, and Training Day all in one movie. Hugo should have told him when he took his sunglasses off and threw them, like, those are $500 sunglasses, asshole. Or however much Johnny Cage said the glasses cost in uh, the first Mortal Kombat movie. card on his forehead <laughs> but the the fact that he 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 flipped them all over the place and then took that one card out of the air and put it on his forehead um now rumor has it that jeremy piven got really good at uh his card tricks and maneuvers in this movie method acting at his finest people method acting He's like, what? Pussy. 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 Yeah, Israel likes pussy. And we like that he likes pussy. He's like, oh, prostitution. I get it. He said hello. <laughs> Jason Bateman is a fucking. He he's a piece of work in this movie, man. He's he's weird, but it works. That shit on your lip got some shit on his lip, bro. I'd have been like, never punched in the face, but what's that on your face, on your lip? They are not feeling him at all. Yo. I need to know how much of this was improv.
<laughs> now, yo, in that scene, I think the director said that Ben Affleck was like turning towards the projector because he was he was trying not to show that he was laughing. Like really laughing on some like, you know, outtakes type shit. Are you back, Jazzy? My cat has joined us again. He's indecisive like me, people. He doesn't know whether he wants to be here or not. <laughs> I mean, he's been on screen before, but it's like he, he's in here now. Common is awesome when he's playing an assassin, yo. Like, no bullshit, man. He is he is intimidating when he plays an assassin. Whether it's this movie, whether it's um, you know, Run All Night with Liam Neeson. Whether it's uh, 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 John Wick, you know, he's got that badass down pack. <laughs> These flowers have wilted, call the florist. That's a good metaphor. Are you the rapper or is it common, you know? They got him like that. 17 holes we need to kick out. Let's get 17 more. crazy thing about Beanie, he's in Smoking Ace's Assassin's Ball and he's a completely different person. This is a character he's playing and I remember there's a lot of stuff I don't remember about Smoking Ace's 2 because I don't watch it as much, but there's a scene in Smoking Ace's 2 where Beanie's a bartender, you know he's strapped but he's a bartender and he's telling a guy, he's like yeah, I'm going undercover soon I'm playing this guy Beanie uh He's obnoxious and uneducated. Whatever the fuck he, he describes Beanie as. He, that's what he, you know, says in the prequel. And I'm like, yo, like, they literally... Why didn't you just come out with this movie first? That's the thing with prequels, though. It's like, why didn't y'all just do this first? I know it was. I know prequels are sometimes an afterthought. Um, Serious afterthought. Because, of course, there's always a backstory... But you don't always want to delve into it. But after, you know, a certain success with something, you want to say, okay, let's let everybody know how this came to be. 
the origins, if you will. You know, another, you know, I feel like the theme of this shit is underrated, um, underrated everything. So if we're going to talk underrated everything, I'm not talking about the movie overall. I'm just talking about his role in the movie. Ryan Reynolds as Hannibal King in Blade Trinity is fucking underrated as shit. I feel like that was his audition for Deadpool um, way before X-Men Origins. And I know a lot of people hate um, Blade Trinity. It, I don't hate it, but as a follow up to Blade 2. Um, you, Del Toro set the bar too fucking high in the Blade series. You know what I mean? But uh, Ryan Reynolds was easily the best thing about that movie. No diss to Wesley Snipes, but Ryan Reynolds stole every single scene he was in. He said, You made a goddamn vampire Pomeranian? <laughs> it's like, that movie's fucking hilarious, if anything. They got the foolproof plan and everything. Got the uniforms. That's why I said the story. This shit is written so well because they were they had uniforms to dress themselves as hotel workers. You know what I mean? And it just so happened it's three of them and three Tremor brothers that just so happened to drive past and murk these niggas and take the fucking outfits. It all comes together so so perfectly. See, that's that death metal. I can't I can't do it. I'm sorry. I like rock and roll occasionally, but I can't listen to this type of shit. Roar! Damn. Took him out just like that. That was all she wrote. And this is how dead like the Tremor Brothers might be some of the craziest motherfuckers in this movie. Because they walked up and just straight up started airing things out. And this dude, this was really weird for this guy, this one Tremor brother to um, <laughs> just draw a Hitler mustache with Sharpie marker on his face. Maury Sterling is his name, Lester Tremor, but it's, it's just weird. These motherfuckers are insane, yo. They have no, uh, no motive other than to get Buddy Israel. And I'm not gonna lie, it wasn't until after the Star Trek movies came out, uh, the Star Trek reboots, that I realized that this was Chris Pine in this movie. I would rather he play these types of roles, though, where he, you know, where where he's just, you know, he he, he just doesn't give a fuck. I, I, I would rather these roles from him. Did I say rather or rather? We are getting there, people. We're going places, trust me. We'll get through the commentary, though, I promise y'all.
It's a really morbid scene on the low. Him just making... <laughs> him moving Ben Affleck's mouth as he talks for him while he's dead. fucking weird that is really fucking weird scene They sound like a bunch of fucking Kane Corsos fighting. <laughs> Taraji's like, hold up, man. Lorna Scott, yo. Um, she she was in uh, 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 uh fuck. She was uh she was one of the uh, office workers in Wanted, I think. And when uh, James McAvoy is at the computer screen and she's just like, oh, you're doing this wrong again, and blah 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 blah. And he screams at her. He's like, shut the fuck up. I want to do that to so many people on a daily basis. Same. It's Taraji, man. Popped him twice. Now, if you listen to that taped closely he popped him twice after he told him what to say so he could Lazo Soot now I don't know man the Tremor Brothers are one thing but Lazo Soot ain't no joke he makes masks of people you know what I'm saying like fucking Tom Villard's character Toby in Popcorn he's making liquid masks of these people he's impersonating he's a scary guy Ugh. I don't know what he was spraying in his mouth. Poor Hugo, he had no idea. 
Vitale, we have to watch Return of the Living Dead 4 and 5 back to back. That's why he killed him, because he wanted to watch Return of the Living Dead 4 and 5. Oh. Kill shot. Took Hugo right the fuck out. And Tommy Flanagan's looking like, hmm, I got him. He's like, wait. I could dress up like you. You got the gun. He's like, huh. Then he looks back at Hugo like, huh. He's like, yeah, I could I could do this. I can get with this. He literally, yeah, this is literally like Joe Carnahan. I'm sorry, man. You need to do a remake of Popcorn. It's a slasher movie from uh, 1990, 1991 at the latest. Uh, I definitely recommend you do it. Because the whole mask making thing and the creativity and the, 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 the enjoyable characters, you got it down packed, bruh. Please do a remake of Popcorn. I did a review for that very early on, if you guys want to check that out. It's very early on, so it's it's fairly long. I kind of felt like I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about, but whatever. You guys have been bearing with me for 300 plus episodes, so... Just giving everybody up. It's terrible. It's a dope ass piano though. I'm not gonna lie to y'all, man. I'm I'm kinda upset that I never fully taught myself how to play the piano. Like that was that was something I always had my heart set on a little bit as far as instruments go. Alright. He ready to give all his squad up. Everybody, Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, Mike, everybody. And Common heard the whole fucking thing. I keep calling him Common. I mean, of course he's Common, but his name's Ivory in the movie, if I haven't mentioned it already. Terrible, man. And that plays a really big part later on. The fact that Ivory heard, um, heard, uh, uh, Israel say that he was going to give them all up. It's fucked up, man. Now this, uh, that's Matthew Fox with the mullet, with the mullet and the sideburns here. Matthew Fox actually plays a good villain too in, um, what's it called? Uh, Alex Cross with Tyler Perry. Uh, probably one of the best movies Tyler Perry's ever played in next to the Why Did I Get Married movies. And I think it's really good because he didn't write it and direct it. He had somebody else tell him what to do for a change. 
However, Matthew Fox was a really great, I mean, it wasn't anything, the movie wasn't anything we haven't seen before in a revenge thriller, but I like it. I do like it, and I love Matthew Fox as a villain in that movie. He was really fucking scary. He's swimming up the fucking pipeline uh, in, in the office building and shit to, to attack people. He's a dope villain in that movie. That's how these casinos are. Table 12. <laughs> uh, uh, off. Yes. I mean, no, no. no, that's how they be, though. Yeah, I need you to get over to this table and uh, beat this old man or old woman's ass because uh, they are killing it out there. You are not supposed to win when you spend money up in this bitch. That's why I will never fucking go to casinos. Fuck that, man. People be like zombies in there, man. Waste their whole life savings up in a casino for a couple hours. I'm cool. Then if they win, they get fucking robbed on the way to the parking lot when they're leaving. By an employee or an informant for the uh, casino. That's all. Sam. crazy this is how you know cats are assholes my cat in particular because it's like i'm not i wasn't doing anything but petting him and he'll bite me it's like what the fuck did i just pet you how you didn't want to be pet oh shit stabbed him right in his heart oof And he's so calm about the fact that he just murdered this man. Like, you know, he's dying right now in front of him. He's he's not dead yet, but he's dying. So, but he still murdered this man. He's just so calm about it. Acosta is a motherfucker, boy. He's like, listen, sh 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 just let it happen. Just let it happen. Because heaven may hold it again. God damn! He said, "He said, don't make this face the last thing you see because heaven may hold it against you." Yo, this dude is not for play, play people, at all. I would be mad as shit if I got murdered by a guy like that, and he said that to me. Don't make this face the last thing you see because heaven will hold it against you. I would be like, nigga, I could have interviewed you on the podcast on some philosophical shit years ago. But now I'm I'm ready to check out. And you said that? Security is picking up the watch. 
Damn, that's <laughs> yo, that's vicious, yo. That is a great line. I love the, the, the cuts and the edits in this movie too. To keep you informed as 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 far as what's going on. That was a good transition shot right there. As soon as he cocked the gun back, so did uh, Alicia Keys. Yo, Taraji got that 50 cal. I don't know what's sexier out of the two. Her or the gun. Goddamn. Yo, and she does, man. Nah, she's trying to shoot a planet out the sky with that shit. God damn. I'm ready to text my pop and be like, listen, do you you got every other gun in the world. Do you have a 50 cal too? Is it really? Taraji like, yeah, let me put this in focus and watch you grab them tits. Now, honestly, Alicia Keys was in shape in this movie, but this was before she got thick. She got thick, man. I, I'm, I'm just saying. She looking like, yo, are you hitting on me? Me and her just took a drink at the same time. Synchronization is key, man. Sometimes. And I love that Taraji just... She didn't secretly have a crush on her. She, she, you know, they were cool enough that she flirted with her out in the open. But Taraji was really into um, Alicia Keys' character in this movie. Yeah, I, I was about to say, bro, zip your shirt up. You got blood on you. They said, wipe yourself off. You're bleeding. I like this sequence because everybody's suited and booted, ready to go. <laughs> ready to go. I love it. 
Everybody's ready. Everybody. <laughs> the only thing Buddy uh, Israel is ready for is doing more lines of coke. That's it. And Jeremy Piven sells it, man. Oh my god, this is now. Did Taraji do more badass stuff in this movie or Proud Mary? Of course, Proud Mary, she was the main character, the titular character, and she she had way more to do. She had to carry an entire movie, but I, not to say Proud Mary was a bad movie, I just was expecting more because. I was like, okay, Taraji's finally about to get her John Wick movie. She's about to get her like Atomic Blonde movie, like how Charlize Theron got and stuff like that. But it was, uh, it was, it was cool, but it just was like kind of uneventful at the end of the day. I liked it, but it wasn't, it wasn't anything super crazy epic. But I would watch a movie about, um, I watch a movie about her character here, like a spinoff or a prequel or something like that. Cause you don't see her die in this movie. You hear the gunshots go off um, when she's at the window, but you don't see her die. We don't know where those gunshots came from. I'm just saying, Joe Carnahan, uh, you you might need to make some things happen. He's like, oh, word? Is that easy? Y'all really think I'm Hugo, huh? This scene was kind of scary because, you know, it, of course it's Joel Egerton, but we know that character-wise it's supposed to be um, Tommy Flanagan playing Lazo Soot as Hugo. Which makes this scene a little creepy. And the whole montage of like this and Jeremy Piven doing coke in the bathroom is insane. Beanie cleaning up, talking shit. He's not letting up. He's not letting up. And Lazo Soot always touches like doors and walls and stuff. Like just, he's got like a sixth sense about shit. He's that's why I said yeah. He might be more. He he might be the craziest of all the fucking assassins. But then again, I have to go back and watch Smoking Aces Two Assassins Ball and see who which one is the craziest one. 
Ah, I'm not gonna lie, like them two different eyes that he's got going on is is, is making my eyes hurt, I'm not gonna lie. I'm blinking a lot. His eyes are all pent out. He's got tears coming out of his eyes. Jeremy Piven is amazing in this role. Awesome in this role. This is a really good fucking scene right here. This 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 scene is so good. So much weight to it. What you shaking for, man? <laughs> Common know what's up. He said, what you shaking for, man? the way these scenes go into one another. Oh, the tangle webs we weave, man. You got Carruthers and Acosta. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love it, man. Everybody's intertwined at this point. Because everybody's in the same place. Got Georgia looking at the Tremor Brothers right now. Everybody's in the, in the mix right now. I'm going down. I bet you are. <laughs> 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 that that was a great yo man I'm trying to tell y'all this movie is so underappreciated <laughs> Ooh, another great transition shot right there this fucking kid man I know it's acting. I I can't stand that fucking kid. Zach Kumer or Kummer? Let's call him Zach for now. But I know he's just acting. I know the kid's acting. But his job is to be annoying in this movie, and he succeeds amazingly in this movie. He said, "Bitch, I'm about to ball this." <laughs> The fuck is that? David Caruso? I know that actor. It's, it's not David Caruso, but I, I, I know that actor from somewhere. I know. 
man. You look like a damn muppet. The way that, oh, you could hear the shot and the impact when the bullet hits back and his back is smoking. Oh, the wound is still smoking. Cheech and Chong. knock you off your feet type of shots what I've always been saying let's make the fucking deal alright Monty Hall this is one of the rare moments where your ass get a chance to be completely honest right he's looking like come on man you know me you know I'm honest as soon as shit is rhetorical so I already know what do you see right now <laughs> Ivory wasn't trying hair and he like what's what I choose. He like look with all this magic shit, bro. I ain't trying to do that. That is illusion, Ivy. That is the lie that I tell your eyes. And I love that uh Ivory just keeps trying to say say things. But he still lets him talk. He doesn't kill him. He still lets him bullshit him. Cause he's just so I feel like he's just so hurt. He said, that is why I'm valuable, Ivory, and that is why you are not. It's a heavy scene, man. This scene, too, with Carruthers and Acosta in the elevator, this is a... Oh, ho, ho, ho. shit gets real in this movie, man. What about that line? Can't you contact your people with that? No, these phones are hardwired directly to maintenance. But once we reach the penthouse, I can call down. I'll have the elevators taken offline. Love how Radio Ray Liotta is just so impatient. Ray Liotta's like, holy shit. Watch I gotta play this cool. Now, shut the elevator down. An emergency shut down of our entire elevator lift system. So, no, that has to be handled by my staff. I think they both know at this point. <laughs> they both know. It's like an old western. Who blinks first type shit. How long have you been working here? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Yo. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh my god. <laughs> Yo, dude, God damn. That yo, that scene is intense, boy. They shot each other the fuck up until they, until they backed up against both sides of the elevator and slid down the wall and just kept shooting at each other until they were empty. Love it. Now, what I like about the elevators getting shut down is that the Tremor Brothers were very much prepared for this. So prepared for this. They were more prepared for the elevator shutdown than anybody. So they weren't just, they weren't complete Neanderthals at the end of the day. You know, in the zombie apocalypse, they probably, they probably might have been um, pretty useful. I love how fast the little Tremor brother hit Kevin Durant. There's a dildo there, lady. What's, what's wrong with you? Nana, 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 Nana. This kid. Oh, my God. What a waste of an ice cream sandwich. You got me? You want some of this? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, this fucking kid, man. <laughs> Why? Why was the kid's pipe getting hard? Like... Did the Ritalin do that to him? Oh, shit. The grandma's like, get the fuck up out this bathroom. You've done enough. She caught that fist like it wasn't nothing. The fuck? Jason Bateman's got a bra and panties on for no reason at all. I'm telling you, freak ass bull. Freak bull. He got up out of bed with a bra and panty set on like it was normal. Build up is crazy. Ooh. <laughs> he jumped in the fucking top. <laughs> Yo, Buddy's so fucking, he's so petty. He threw the card in his eye and then jumped in the tub in a flash. That nigga turned into Barry Allen for a second.
Oh god. Wait, where'd, where'd the rest of the blood go? Continuity, schmontinuity. Y'all ain't gonna check to see how long Beanie was dead, you lying son of a bitch. <laughs> he working with them people. He go he's talking he's spoken like a true hood dude. He working with them people, Hugo. He's like, listen, I don't even know where I'm at. It's a good batch of blow. Yo, he threw a fucking playing card in his eye. I would be so pissed off right now. <laughs> then when he threw the card in his eye, Common's like, motherfucker. It's good stuff, man. Oh, yeah, it's about to go down for real now. It's about to go down for real now. Fifty cow and she got her drinks popping too. I love that shot when Alicia Keys cracks the elevator doors open and the smoke comes out. What a crime scene. Right. What else could they be doing? Them police officers too? Uh-huh. Oh, with them are left over after my hysterectomy. So that'd be a few years old. Yo, this fucking kid, man. Warren, go and practice your nunchucks now. Leave us be alone, Every character could have a fucking spinoff in this movie. Even the little kid, as, as annoying as he is. Sodomy torture? Why? Wow. You, you, whoa, 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 You're not just gonna skim over that like you didn't say it. <laughs> your son's a your grandson's a fucking maniac. Right. This dude's acne is atrocious. I 
not, yeah, that's not racist at all. He said it was a Spanish something, a uh, Diego Garcia. Right. The other agent, he said, was here to do some inspections, and then later when I saw him get on the elevator with corruption. This man identified himself as a federal agent. Yeah, I mean, he had the badge and everything. And when you saw it later, he was wearing one of your security jackets. Yeah. Fucking dumbass. And that didn't seem odd to you. Right. It's like he he don't even know what to say. He's like I I, I mean he should have got punched in the fucking mouth just for being stupid. Straight up, I'm sorry. I don't like I don't like that dude. This motherfucker has done $17,000 worth of cocaine since this movie started. And that was probably in the first 15 minutes. Because he is done for. Lay still for a minute. Ooh, I, I wonder how many people in the theater thought that that you know that little poker was gonna come out of um Acosta's wrist and stab Alicia Keys. Uh, just that line alone, it's just like everybody's wires are crossed at this point. <laughs> and right, yo, it's about to go down. Love it. This and I love that shot of the smoke. The smoke coming out the elevator door. Commons backing up like, yo, I am not. I got nothing to do with this shit here, bro. Y'all trying to apprehend me, but I don't want to die. He, oh, I was about to say Hugo. Um, uh, that actually is Lazlo Soot. Soot is um getting ready for heart surgery. Oh my God! Look at the. Oh, look at the. It's just the tools alone just look like they hurt. Jeremy Piven's like, yo, I'm too fucking high to even play with these cards. I don't even know what I'm what I have in my hand right now. his team for nothing he's like oh my god I've been doing cocaine all day 
for nothing. <laughs> he is pissed. Yo, the tears coming out of Jeremy Piven's eye, though. This is a great scene right here. Because he sells it so good. He gave up he gave up his squad for nothing, man. For nothing. Beanie's dead body still in there. He grabbed Beanie's hand cannon. He's ready to blow his brains out. Laszlo Soot's like, listen, I'm about to remove this motherfucker's heart. I don't know about the rest of y'all, but uh I got the means for the machines. Three minutes. Fire from the Sky. It's actually a good movie. Uh, Fire in the Sky is a great movie. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm engaged in this, in this, in this sequence right here because shit's about to go. It's about to go down. It's about to go down. But no, she said Fire from the Sky and Fire in the Sky is a really great. Is is probably. No, not even probably. It's the best uh, alien abduction movie I've ever seen in my life. It's fucking scary. It's creepy as hell. It's nightmare inducing. And, um. It's insane. Yo, the Tremor Brothers came to party, obviously. Camera work is great, man. <laughs> Look at the kickback of that fucking fifty cal, yo. That shit sending niggas flying across the room. Oof. And the glass is even fucking people up. Oh shit, did they just shoot uh Acosta again? 
shit. Ray Liotta, a.k.a. Henry Hill, still alive. He's like, I told Karen I had to do that thing today. <laughs> He's like, I can't die yet. <laughs> that was a crazy line. When, when Ryan Reynolds said how bad and Ray Liotta said mortal. I have mortal wounds here, bro. People that think Ryan Reynolds is nothing but a comedic actor need to watch this movie because he's a he's great, man. What's the point of Kevlar if bullets can get through it? What's the point of any fucking type of bulletproof vest if bullets can get through it? We got Friday the 13th, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, all types of shit. We got somebody auditioning for the Human Torch on fire right there. Damn. There we go, bruh. Let's go, Ivory. Now, the chandelier did nothing to you, bro. You didn't have to do that. Right, take his legs out. Take his legs out from underneath him. Oh, 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 I forgot about this. Oh, he made that motherfucker sit on a chainsaw. Oh, no. You don't even have to see it, like, all the way. You get the gist of it. It's fucked up, man. He, he made him sit on a chainsaw. God, can you hear me? Get this shit off. Now, if I see Taraji P. Henson running down a hotel hallway with a 50 cow, I'm actually going to ask her for an autograph. I'm not even going to fucking lie. And I'm not even like a starstruck type of person, but I'm going to ask her for an autograph. Oh, she is. Yeah, she thinks it's Georgia. I keep forgetting. She about to go off. You can't even hear her screaming over the sound of the, 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 the shots. Her, oh my god, Taraji's acting so great when she thinks that, because she thinks George is dead. Tony, man, one of my favorite black actresses ever. And I love that it was uh, uh, um, 
Georgia, Alicia Keys to run into Chris Pine's character again and be ready to kill him when he was ready to kill Common. And then that forms an unlikely bond between Common and Alicia Keys. I love this shit, man. These fucking characters, bruh. I'm trying to tell you. Well, bruh or sis, whoever's listening to it, you know, at the moment. Definitely need more females listening to the Tudor Reviews podcast, by the way. And Common immediately picks her up. Picks her up and carries her off. Forgive me. Check the vitals. BD's been dead for 17 hours. I'm talking about some check the vitals on this guy. I mean, I know. Standard procedure. I get it. What's this, the stairwell from Higher Learning? Michael Rappaport and Omar Epps gonna be running up and down this shit? You know, you say this I love this scene between them. Oh, God. This is awesome. Music royalty in one fucking scene that's in an action thriller? Like, come on now. You, you don't get no better than this. Ryan Reynolds, at least let them get the kiss off and finish the scene, bro. I love that scene, man. He said, damn, girl, you gonna make a nigga fall hard. Soon he got turned on to her even more by the fact that she was going in there to kill uh, 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 Israel. And Common's like, yo, for real? We share common interests. <laughs> it's like, yo, I love that scene. And I love this scene, too, because Ryan Reynolds, at the end of the day, he knew that there were bigger fish to fry. He knew that they I'm not after y'all at the end of the day. Yeah, y'all might have been accomplices to the bullshit, but there there are bigger fish to fry here. Oh, my God. Kevin Durant died on that chainsaw up his ass. Jesus Christ. That's the <laughs> that's got to be painful. Apparently he went in the shock that his body froze up and just and just sat upright with a chainsaw up his ass. It's like Jesus Christ, man. Hey, 
Good stuff, man. And the barrel still smoking on that 50 cal Taraji was letting off. Oh, my Lord. Can we please get a sequel to this? Nah, I mean, we got a sequel, but can we please get a third entry? Like, come on, man. People are doing Dumb and Dumber 2, Coming to America 2, Bill and Ted Face the Music. Let's start doing sequels to the movies that really still have the stories left to tell. Nothing against the movies I just mentioned, but... <laughs> How the fuck did Soot get undressed that fast? Taking the mask off is one thing, but what did he, what did he have? Breakaway clothes and shit that he just tore? <laughs> Chris Pine was great in that scene. And then, and then you see... Acosta is still alive. Laszlo sits walking out. I, I, oh my god, this scene is so well crafted. What are taking Donald uh, Carruthers' body out? What was he related to Rachel Carruthers and you know in the gang from Halloween Four? I'm reaching. I know. I don't give a shit. And I love that Ryan Reynolds took the entire walk because uh, that was his partner, man. That was his partner. Not to mention, he, you know, he tried to save him. Taraji's still in the grieving process. She's like... You got common? And now we didn't see her die. We heard gunshots, but it's like, where did they come from? Can we see that Taraji survived and those gunshots came from elsewhere hey. or whatever? Like, I, you know, I don't know. That's your car? This is a good redemption scene right here. Martin Henderson confronting uh, Chris Pine's character. He's like, you murdered my friends. <laughs> I remember this shit. He's like, you murdered my friends. You know what you did, bro? Much. You're here hunting the man named Israel, weren't you? 
Is that who you was here for? Is Rael? Huh? <laughs> I just before got beat out there, didn't we? Crazy motherfuckers out there. Excuse me, people, if y'all heard that burp. Pardon. Sometimes, yeah. He's like, I cannot let you go on to make any more Wonder Woman films. I've got to stop this nonsense. I'm talking shit, people. Of course I'm joking. I haven't even seen Wonder Woman 1984 yet. I've seen the first maybe five, ten minutes of it or so. Um, I think I turned it off once Wonder Woman. Jesus. Um, you know, she was out eating dinner by herself. And I was just like, damn, I feel really bad for, for Diana Prince. Ryan Reynolds looks just as battered and tattered as he did by the end of Blade Trinity. You know what? This makes me want to go back and watch Ryan Reynolds in um, Amityville Horror. The, the the remake that uh you know Platinum Dunes was on a roll and Michael Bay was on a roll once upon a time and they started remaking shit but uh the Amityville Horror is one that I really I feel like I never gave it a chance because I never really gave the original a chance I always liked the second Amityville horror movie The Possession that shit used to give me nightmares uh just based off the fact that the guy it, they really it was a prequel I think and the guy killed his family with a shotgun in the middle of the night you know, mom, dad, brother, sister, or whoever the fuck was in the house type of thing. He murdered them. He had to say spine, though. Get that gun out of my spine. You you might be able to put it towards my pancreas instead. Make it make sense. Plot twist. 
Israel. Buddy Israel. Buddy Israel. Got a guy, some sweet. Plot twist. Rhinoplasty. That shit sounds like it makes me think of South Park immediately. Brothers, they die in pain and in the dark. 
This is this is true. Honestly, these are probably probably the calmest moments, even though it's very intense. But for the most part, given the um, the material overall, these are probably the calmest moments, um, the more situated moments in the entire movie. Is the ending, the plot twist, and the the reveal and the the, the exposition type of scenes. That's how they do. They want you to play ball. They want you to keep your mouth shut and keep your eyes open. <laughs> what are you saying, training day? Listen, you're in a privileged position to learn a thing or two. Keep your mouth shut and your eyes open. It's fucked up, man. It's a really fucked up way of... Uh, of just going about doing things. It really is. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, he's at the point of no return right now. Uh, what was that? Bridget Fonda movie? Point of no return? I don't know if it was Bridget Fonda. I want to say it was. Don't quote me on that. But um, I know there was definitely a movie called Point of No Return. But that's where he's at. He doesn't, he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> This is Ryan Reynolds when he came back and saw the box office returns from Green Lantern. <laughs> I'm joking, people. I'm fucking joking. I actually like Green Lantern. I love that movie. Well, not love it, but I like it. You know, I know a lot of people hate that fucking movie, and it's like, why? It wasn't nowhere near as bad as the other DC movies we've seen. Fuck out of here. Damn. He said, fuck you both. <laughs> I'm going to kill y'all, both of y'all. I'm going to turn in my clip, my last bullet, and my badge. That is the ultimate way to go out. And if there was a Smoking Aces 3, I would love to see Ryan Reynolds' character come back as just the cop that he did that. And maybe, <laughs> maybe he served time for it. I don't know. You know, maybe they just casted him out. I'm not sure, but just to see how, what happens with him afterwards is fucking awesome, yo. 
<laughs> they like, yo, what are you doing? What are you doing, bro? <laughs> it's like, yo. He's looking like, I've given up on everything. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds gives no fucks at all. He's like, look, man, I don't give a fuck about nothing anymore, man. Y'all trying, but I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> yo, he does not give a shit, yo. You gotta love it, though. <laughs> you gotta love it. Uh, I forgot about this song. This is a good song by Common that they play at the end. Um, and shout out to Common. And not only shout out to Common, but shout out to Joe Carnahan for directing and writing one of the greatest action crime thrillers of all time. Um, you know, if y'all didn't know, by the way that I praised this in the beginning and the way I praised it throughout, this is another 10 out of 10. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. This movie's amazing. Um, I'm, I want to do commentary now. I'm more motivated now than ever to do commentary and watch Smoking Aces uh, 2 Assassin's Ball all over again. Because like I said, I've only seen it like once or twice. And um, it's n I don't remember it being as good as this one, but it is a good segue into this movie because it's a prequel. But... You know, shout out, like I said, shout out to uh, 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 um, Joe Carnahan and shout out to Common. Uh, first of all, he's on the track right now. This, this tra he, he said, leave you liquorless like Jack and Shine. And it's like, stop it, man. Stop. Stop it. Stop. But shout out to Common and Alicia Keys and uh, Taraji P. Henson, Joe Egerton, Jason Bateman, Ben Affleck, uh, 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 Jeremy Piven. Andy Garcia, Ray Liotta, everybody that was involved in the making of this movie, Chris Pine and, uh, and Matthew Fox, everybody that was involved in this movie, man, because this shit is definitely a gemstone if I've ever seen one, and I feel like a lot of people, like I said, man, before, don't appreciate this fucking movie the way they should, and, um, you know, if you, like I said, this movie is so good that the characters all deserve their own spin-offs. The characters are all interesting enough. There's not a dry seat in the house. The characters are all interesting enough to have their own. He just said that point sign. <laughs> He's just said that lie. Leave you liquorless like Jack and shot it. But yo, um, yeah, all the characters are written well enough and interestingly enough to uh, get their own. You know, spinoffs, man. I, I love this movie, man. I definitely am going to watch the sequel. And we definitely need Joe Carnahan. I hope you listen. If by any God given chance you listen to this commentary, man, listen, I, I need to get my format together. I need to get a lot better. But I am a writer, sir. So if you need an idea for Smoking Aces 3, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm all for it. Trust me. Trust and believe. I will be tagging everybody involved that are uh, that are on Instagram. Um in this commentary post man but uh yeah people i, I need to uh wrap this up i need like like a nice little balance out whether it be some food or whether it be some caffeine or something like that because being as though this wasn't in toxic commentary uh you know there's always a balance out that's needed and i need to figure out the rest of my night i need to figure out if i need to do more commentary and whether i want to do a, a trailer reaction or something y'all y'all get what i'm saying man and y'all already know where to go at this point man and if y'all don't which y'all should at this point we are almost 400 episodes in people we're almost like what uh uh how many k spins in god damn 
whatever it is, we're almost there. And um, whatever it is, I need to figure things out uh, that people listen. This has been a long commentary. It's been real. It's been awesome. Don't get me wrong, but I need a balance out uh, before I lose my motherfucking mind. I really need that. I'm trying to tell y'all I will be no good to uh, the podcast platform and my fellow podcasters if I do not get a balance out, whether it be food, whether it be uh, caffeine. But y'all know where to go at this point, man. Y'all know where to go. And if y'all don't, y'all can follow the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Radio Public, and Podbean. Shout out to Anchor. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Romero Tudor. Shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Cinemaniacs. And shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Horror Virus. Again, happy Friday to y'all. Hope y'all have a, uh, you know, have a safe night. Have a safe evening, even though, you know, we're already a little bit into the evening. We're, we're still in, in, in the afternoon, but we're into the evening. But I hope y'all have a safe evening. Have a great weekend. Have a great, uh, you know, Mother's Day weekend. If anything, uh, I, I am probably going to do commentary for one of the two, if not both. You know, the Mother's Day uh, 1980 film and the, and the remake with uh, uh, Rebecca De Mornay. And I think it was directed by Darren Lynn Bozeman, you know, from the Saw movies. It's a really underrated remake, people. I definitely recommend it. Um, even if y'all don't like the first one, I definitely recommend that remake. It's very brutal, very vicious. But, um, you know, sh- uh, uh, I-, I think I shouted out everybody. I think I shouted out everybody. I can't remember. But last but not least, shout out to the two the reviewers, the listeners, the lovers, the supporters out there. Listen, man, um, I'm all over the place with this commentary, people. I am. And my outro is so fucking scattered. I'm sorry if I forgot anything. But y'all already know, man, one thing I will not forget is the love and support that y'all show me. And I show it back to y'all tenfold and then some. So with that being said, people, yours truly, Romero Tudor. Another episode of Tudor Reviews in the can. I'll check y'all on the next one.